0: to talk. Those are four of the most difficult words ever spoken. We need to talk. Unfortunately, many couples and families are putting off the tough conversations they need to have so they can plan for the future together. And preparing for the future as a family through estate and legacy planning is definitely a good thing. And that's what we'll talk about here today on Journey Through Retirement with Zach Gray. We're so glad you're here with us. I'm Jen Rezac, happy to be here alongside the author of the book, The Retirement Roadmap. Zach Gray is an investment advisor representative and a partner in Wall Street Financial Group. And Zach, you know, we hear those words, we need to talk, and we always just brace ourselves for bad news, (laughs) you know,
1: right? I remember some of those conversations when I was a teenager and so on. So, uh, Luckily they weren't too bad, but yeah. You Brace yourself. No <laughs>
0: well, doubt. and actually that did happen to me when I was in college. The guy I was dating, uh, we had had plans to go out, and he came to pick me up, and he was really agitated in the car, and and that's exactly what he said. We need to talk, and I thought, okay, uh oh, I thought this was going well, but uh, we need to talk. This is not going to be a good conversation. Turns out, Zach, that that was Jeff. That's my husband of almost 18 years. And he was getting ready to propose that night. And he was so nervous. and He didn't know how to start the conversation. So that's what he said. We need to talk. So sometimes we're bracing ourselves for a negative experience when we hear those words. But it's just the way we start a conversation. And sometimes if we give through it, it's going to be all right in the end.
1: (laughs) Worked out well for you, right?
0: So far, so good. Worked out well for me. But Zach, when we are having some of these discussions with our family, estate and legacy planning specifically, who should be involved? Your spouse, your kids? Who needs to be sitting at the table when we're trying to talk about our estate or legacy plan?
1: Well, I think all the above to what you just mentioned is a good place to start with that. And of course, this needs to be slightly tailored to specific needs and specific topics. But what we do find is that really estate planning is the fourth and final piece to our financial roadmap. And maybe we should scoot that towards the top of the list because it can be very, very important. We tend to talk about in those specific uh, conversations or that financial roadmap process that it needs to be about income, it then needs to be about investments, we talk about taxes, and then we kind of finalize with this estate planning or longevity planning piece. And that can be a really important piece of the puzzle. We recently just had a great client of ours, and luckily, uh, he is bouncing back from a heart attack, and that was something that goes without saying to be very, very serious. Mm. Well, that minor stroke slash heart attack, they're kind of trying to pinpoint the specifics of, well, it really threw a curveball. They hadn't had those conversations with, really, even each other as far as spouses are concerned. So his wife came in and wanted to know, hey, that everything is okay, and and thankfully we had done some really in-depth planning, and I could you know, reassure her that things were just fine. But then secondly, she said, you know, I just don't understand this, and it would probably be a great discussion for my for my son Ryan. To get involved with, and of course they had done some work in the past about financial powers of attorney and healthcare powers of attorney. We'll we'll touch on some of that in this segment here. But my point being is that when it's too late, it truly is too late at times, right? And we just don't want to get caught in that predicament. Luckily, Steve is the is the client that I'm referencing. He's bouncing back well. He's really you know kind of getting back on his feet, but for a small period of time there. Things were very critical, and we didn't know how that was going to play out for him. So I just want folks that are listening today to really understand that this is a conversation that you need to be having, especially with your spouse. I I find myself guilty of this. Sometimes my wife, Jenna, doesn't understand all the things that, that we have going. You know, I own this investment firm, and it has a lot of moving parts. Uh, we have a cattle farm as well. And so we've got cattle here and there. And, you know, we have some other business ventures that kind of align primarily with our agriculture roots. And my point is, is that I have to remind myself that she can't read my mind and that if something (laughs) you know were to happen, boy, that might not be the greatest of things. So I just would say, make sure you're keeping this atop your mind. It goes without saying, but when it's too late, it can be too late.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. And Zach, for those, we've talked before on this show about the sandwich generation, about those who are helping their parents and and maybe helping their kids. A lot of times when we talk about estate and legacy planning, we're thinking about our legacy, of course, our, our children, that next generation. But if our parents are still living... How important is it to talk through some of these issues with them and just make sure they've got their finances and everything all squared away before, again, as you said, before it's too late?
1: Well, I come from a family where we don't have a lot of those open conversations, and sure. I've had to be the one to instigate some of those conversations, and it's not fun, right? It just it feels a little awkward, but what I can tell you from working in this business for well over a dozen years now is that when you get to a point that something happens and you're trying to sort things out after the fact, or you're trying to figure out someone's wishes after the fact, or where maybe you can't ask them those specific questions, if it's healthcare, for example, you know, how long, do they want to have, uh, you know, their life preserved on maybe more of a life support type scenario? No one likes to have that conversation, or at least I don't, Jen. I, I, I doubt many folks in your family do either, mm-hmm. Yeah. but I just will say that when we have to have those conversations so we understand what we are looking for, we have to have those conversations so we can start to understand how things need to be handled. If I sadly had a dime for every time someone would say, well, I'll let them figure it out when I'm dead and gone, I I wouldn't have to work near as much as what I do. What I will say about that is that no one wants that. No one wants to see their family torn apart because they're arguing about certain things. No one wants to see their, their you know, families ha- have concerns like that where maybe the children are bickering a little bit or or arguing over what mom or dad's wishes would have been. And we do need to start to think about, hey, you know, do you have a healthcare power of attorney? I've kind of touched on that, right? I mean, what do you want to have happen in the case that something big medically happens to you? You know, what about financial power of attorney? You know, what, uh, how, who do you want to have handle your finances and how do you want to go about that? What provisions maybe has uh, someone taken? For example, do you have long-term care insurance? Um, you know, I, I don't know, you know all of the questions that are specific to your situation out there listening this morning, but what I will say is, is that we have to start to answer these questions about financial health care maybe just getting older, you know, period, end of life, those things we don't want to think about, but it is best to address it now. It's best to really approach that now while we still can. And I think that that would be one of the things that I would reference today, is that one of the top retirement issues that we see does happen to be estate planning and maybe not bringing up some of those questions. And so we've taken the liberty here at Wall Street Financial Group to put together a report about some of those top retirement issues, and it's really simple, it's completely complimentary, and all you have to do is send a text message. That message needs to be retirement, the word retirement to 815-918-4185, and it'll step you through a lot of things like the ever-changing healthcare landscape and talk about volatile markets, how tax laws are changing, and really help you start to prepare for some of the obstacles that are out there when it comes to retirement estate planning is just one of them. So to get that complimentary copy, text the word retirement to 815-918-4185. It's completely complimentary. Help you guide through some of those obstacles that life can throw us in terms of retirement. So get that report today. Text the word retirement to 815-918-4185.
0: We're talking today with Zach Gray. He is the author of the book, The Retirement Roadmap. He's an investment advisor and a partner in Wall Street Financial Group. And I am Jen Rezac alongside. Uh, One thing I do want to make sure that we are really clear on throughout our discussion today, Zach, is that everyone's situation is going to be unique. Today's show is not about providing specific legal advice. That's never what we do here on this show. So we would encourage you, if you have a situation where you need some guidance on this, Get that guidance from a qualified legal and tax professional, but that's not what we're here to do today is provide specific legal advice. Generally speaking, though, Zach, aside from having a will, what are some other documents or, or core things we should have in an estate plan?
1: Well, as you start to think about some other things that need to be a part of that conversation, I guess I would just you know touch on the fact that an estate plan sometimes revolves around a will or a trust. And so let's talk about those a little bit you know, a will is really just a guideline or kind of a, a plan of action in the case that something happens, right? If we pass away, this is what I wanna have happen. This is kind of the game plan of where the things go and how I wanna have things distributed. And it really is just kind of that set of rules of what I really want. Now, the truth with that is that things are gonna to have to pass through probate most typically if we're working with only a will alone. And that might be the reason to think about a trust because a trust will help bypass probate for those things that we have. And it will also give us somewhat control from the grave, I like to say. It's kind of as if we have this set of of plans of what we want, this game plan of what we want, but then the trust can actually execute that game plan as well. What I mean by that is this. Maybe you want to have your investments go to your children, but you're really afraid that uh, the second child is going to be that child that maybe just goes through the money very quickly and does it so irresponsibly. And so, you know, you, you say, boy, I wish that, you know, I could give my first and third child full discretion, but my second child, I just am really concerned about. So what I'd like to do is I want to distribute that money each and every single year, but do it in a, a format that doesn't allow them to take all too much at once. And if something happens to, say, one of my three children in this example, then it can go to my grandchildren and so on and so forth. What I would say about that is, is that having that control is what a lot of people are after. They want to make sure that maybe people are are doing the right things. They are fiscally responsible when they leave their assets to them. And maybe those trusts start to work in many more ways. Maybe you have a special needs child or grandchild that you want to leave some assets to, but you need to have an entity there that can make the right decisions for that child or distribute the right funds for that particular person that can be another great example of a trust. So be thinking about a will, be thinking about a trust. And what I would say as we close this segment here, Jen, is that sadly too many times we ask someone to bring in their will or their trust. And we say, hey, you know, will will give it our, our best look. It's not to say that we are an attorney, but we do have some on retainer as a part of Wall Street Financial Group. And we would love to give you a little bit of feedback there. What we tend to find is sometimes we have to blow the dust off of those things, right? They, I say, when did you get this, Jen? And, and you say, well, I, I got it <laughs> when, when Junior was born, and, yeah. and and Junior's 45 years old now, right? <laughs> so I, I know you don't have any children that are 45.
0: Certainly not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right? Uh, but I just want to kind of touch on, and joking joking around, it's a sad truth for many of us. Even my own wife and I, we thought about it after we had our second daughter, and we thought, you know what, we really need to call the attorney and kind of get things updated a little bit. We want to make sure that we, that, that we have things built for both the girls and, and make sure that it's it's right for them. So that is a key part of our visit. That's a key part of our process. And I think it needs to be a part of anyone's process. If you need the, the light kind of shined on this topic a little bit more, we would love to sit down and visit with you and to schedule an appointment with myself and my team It's very, very simple. All you have to do is text the word VISIT to 815-918-4185. You can call us at that same number. It's 815-918-4185. And if you call, just leave a very short message. My director of first impressions, Mary is her name. She'll be giving you a call right back and she'll get you on my calendar. Or once again, you can just text into the radio show this morning. I would love to visit with you and really start to discuss some of these ideas. You can leverage myself and my team's expertise and really give you some insight when it comes to estate planning. Simply text the word VISIT to 815-918-4185.
0: 80% of men die married, 80% of women die single. How can that be? We'll talk about it coming up next.
2: When was the last time you set an alarm clock for Saturday morning? Ah, Saturday. But wait, in two days, it'll be Monday. Your alarm goes off and it's back to the grind. What if every day could feel like a Saturday? Retirement can feel like that, but you should start making plans today. Zach Gray and the team at Wall Street Financial Group are your Everyday Can Be Saturday retirement professionals. They can help you make plans to have the income you need to retire and stay retired. Imagine waking up every morning without an alarm. Is it Saturday? It sure feels like Saturday. If that's the kind of retirement you want, call your Everyday Can Be Saturday advisor, Zach Gray, right now at 815 918 4185. He'll help you put together a retirement roadmap so you can have that Saturday feeling every day the week. Call 815-918-4185. That's 815-918-4185. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through Wall Street Financial Group and or AE Wealth Management, LLC.
0: Thanks for joining us today. This is Journey Through Retirement with Zach Gray. I'm Jen Zack happy to be here alongside the author of the book, The Retirement Roadmap. Zach Gray is an investment advisor representative and a partner in Wall Street Financial Group. Wallstreetfinancialgroup.org is the website if you'd like to learn more. Did you know about 80% of men die married, but 80% of women die single? These numbers come from the Women's Institute for a Secure Retirement. So Zach, how do these numbers, how does this affect couples who are trying to build a retirement plan?
1: Well, it's a sad truth, but it is a truth nonetheless. And it is something we have to build towards in retirement. Now, I think especially years ago, and we're starting to see this dwindle a bit, but, you know, especially if a spouse, doesn't matter if it be male or female, historically was a female, you know, stay at home and maybe, you know, raise the family, et cetera. At that point in time, it can really affect things as we start to think about where people came from with retirement planning. For example, a pension, you know, we've touched on this in several shows, Jen, where back in the eighties, you know, 40 plus percent of private sector workers out there would have a pension today. That's more like four to five percent. And you can find multiple studies. One was just done by Fidelity. And I believe they tailored that to a 4% number of those working outside the public sector that would have a pension. The reason that that is important for the question that you just asked is, what happens to that pension when that particular person passes away? Mm-hmm. Now, that maybe spouse did not fund Social Security quite as much, and maybe that payout's not near as high, but in the case that maybe a husband predeceased, they could jump to that particular person's Social Security. However, the decisions that you make when it comes to the pension, for example, can be very, very pertinent as we start to think about, will this be enough long term, especially if there was some sort of pension where it was what we call life only. And that would be where the pension stops when that particular person passes away. And so as we start to think about that, at least historically speaking, it has been very important to kind of start to watch You know, how do things look for maybe a husband? Because if he passes away early, how is that going to affect his wife? And most of the time, when couples come in, you know, we'll have that conversation. And now it's become much more mainstream where, you know, both spouses are working and both are, you know, funding their own retirement plans, both funding Social Security. But I think that that is something very important for you to be thinking about as you start to think about. What are we going to do in the case that something happens? What are we going to do in the case that it does not matter if it be husband or wife? It obviously statistically says that it's going to be the wife that maybe lives longer than the husband. But I think it's important to start to plan for the what ifs of life. And that goes without saying.
0: Well, and Zach, let's just clarify, we started off the show today talking about estate and legacy planning, how to have those conversations with your parents and your kids and how to make sure you you have done everything you need to to leave that legacy. How is that different from our topic in this segment when we talk about income planning for our spouse or significant other?
1: Well, I think that you know, there's a distinct difference there. The legacy planning can obviously be something that you're leaving to a spouse. Maybe you're leaving it to children or grandchildren. As you start to think about income, it's the first thing that we like to talk about as a part of our financial roadmap, and it's for a reason. You need to have that income to be happy in retirement. And sadly, we stumble onto many cases when folks reach out to us you know, via the radio show. They can simply text in or whether it's an event that we're doing, or maybe it's a referral, or they just picking up the phone and giving us a call. Many times when we step them through that process, we start to understand that, hey, do you know that if your spouse passes away, doesn't matter if it's male or female, that maybe half of that pension passes away with them. Oh, by the way, do you understand that in the case that one of you passes away, you're only going to keep one of the social securities for the household? And as you start to kind of start to work through a lot of these particular pieces of the puzzle, and they can become much more unique in the fact of saying, well, maybe you're on his or hers health insurance plan, and if that particular person passes away, then you'll no longer have that option. As you start to think about that in terms of income to make sure that your spouse is taken care of, it goes without saying that we wanna be happy with both of us living here. And we have to start to build for this as we start to plan. But what happens when one of us isn't here? Because on top of all of those things I just touched on, Jen, one thing that's going to change, it's going to be taxes. Because as you start to think about going from a married household to a single household, it's extremely important to understand that those taxes are going to go up because of just the taxpayer status alone. And so whether we're thinking about income, whether we're thinking a little bit about legacy, we've gotta fully understand that all of these things are gonna affect us in a big way, taxes being just one of those. And so if you wanna get a little bit more information on that, we've put together a really neat report that can talk a little bit about tax strategies. And I think as you start to think about taxes, understanding that they might very well go up, and if you are married, listening this morning, please understand that when one of you does pass away, At that point in time, taxes are nearly guaranteed to go up because you're going to go from a married household to a single household. How is that going to affect you? It can more than double your tax liability or tax burden. So are you overpaying? Are you tax efficient? Have you started to think about what happens if my spouse passes away? We can shine some light on that. We put together a complimentary report for you listening today to make some sense of taxes. And all you have to do is text the word tax to 815-918-4185. Get that complimentary report. Understand a little bit more about how to squeeze more out of your own savings, how to protect more of your hard earned money. And all you have to do is text the word tax to 815-918-4185. One more time, text tax to 815-918-4185.
0: Talking today with Zach Gray. He is the author of the book, The Retirement Roadmap. He's an investment advisor representative and a partner in Wall Street Financial Group. And I am Jen Rezac alongside. How can the need for long-term care impact your retirement? And Zach, how can we plan for that?
1: Well, long-term care is a bit of a wild card. If you're like me, you want to pass away peacefully in your sleep. And uh, I would say that most people, if given the option, would choose that, live a nice, healthy life pass away peacefully and not have to worry about long-term care. The truth of the matter is over 70% of those age 65 or above are going to need long-term care in one way, shape or form. And so I'll share a quick story here for those that might've been listening to us for some time, you've heard the story of my grandfather and Gramps has been paying money out of pocket for well over a decade now for my step-grandmother. We call her grandma Marilyn and grandma Marilyn has Parkinson's disease she's had it for quite some time she was a part of the the picture when my mom was a really young girl so she's been around for quite some time and almost as long as you know my mother can remember she's had about with some part of parkinsons mm. and so ever since i've been around and can remember there's no doubt that parkinsons has been a part of of her life and it just grew to a point where it became so severe that she could not stay at home anymore She had had some issues, some falls and in some concerns there. And so my grandfather took it upon himself to say, you know what? I need to go get skilled care for Maryland. And when he did, you know, it it was feasible for him that it it was right across the road from his house. It's a great location in Danforth, Illinois. Um, You can't, it goes without saying that they're just, it's a great facility. That all said, it's a very expensive facility. And it is something that people need to think about because it can make a massive impact on retirement. As a part of a spousal couple, you can only save about 120,000, give or take, one house, one car, and you can only take what they call a monthly maintenance needs allowance. It's kind of a mouthful to say that you can only have cash flow into the household of about $2,500, give or take, before you have to kind of turn those, the remaining funds over to that particular facility. And so what I'd like to say here is that, you know, my grandfather is one of my biggest role models. I think that his values are incredible. He's a big believer in paying for the, you know, his services needed, or in this case, my grandma Marilyn's services that are needed, but it has cost him well over a million dollars to the nursing home. And if you don't think that that's impacted his retirement income, you obviously would be wrong. So if you haven't thought about that, it kind of works hand in hand with one of our topics for today, which has been legacy planning. You wanna make sure that you're starting to look at that as a part of your legacy, as you start to think about you know, your, your cash flows later on in life. And you wanna make sure that you're protecting things not only for yourselves as a spousal couple, but you wanna make sure that you're thinking about you know, maybe a remaining spouse in long-term care, is likely one of the biggest expenses we might look at in retirement. And you're going to need some retirement income, maybe long-term care insurance, maybe a rider on a life insurance policy, but you want to protect your retirement income. And that's actually another report that we've put together, kind of a checklist, if you will, when it comes to retirement income. And it's one of those things that you need to be checking these boxes as you go throughout saying, what could happen? What holes might there be in my bucket? Let me and my team here at Wall Street Financial Group help provide you with some foundation of what you need to be looking for in terms of retirement income. We've put together this checklist. It's as simple as texting the word checklist to 815-918-4185. Think about some of the retirement income concerns that you might have in your retirement years And let us shine the light on some of those concerns. My team here at Wall Street Financial Group has helped hundreds of families plan for their retirement by checking into some of these really important decisions with retirement income. And we've put together this report and it's as simple as texting the word checklist to 815-918-4185 to get it. Again, text the word checklist to 815-918-4185
0: talking today with zach gray of wall street financial group i'm jen rezak alongside do you know how much of your assets will be left to your loved ones after taxes we'll talk about the impact taxes could have on your financial legacy that's our focus after the break
3: who will be your ally in your retirement years you've heard Zach Gray share important information about making plans for your retirement. Zach and his team at Wall Street Financial Group know that in retirement, it's about more than just the money. It's about your total financial health. There are many financial advisors to choose from, but how many of them take a holistic approach to retirement planning? Zach Gray and the Wall Street Financial Group team have helped hundreds of people plan for retirement. They want to be your ally for the rest of your life. No more guessing with Wall Street Financial Group. You'll have a plan and an advisor throughout your retirement years. Call Wall Street Financial Group to today at 815-918-4185 and make an appointment to start planning for your retirement. That number again, 815-918-4185. Call right now. You deserve to have that ally in retirement that you need. Call now at 815-918-4185. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through Wall Street Financial Group and or AE Wealth Management, LLC.
0: Thanks for joining us today on Journey Through Retirement with Zach Gray. I am your host, Jen Rezac, and I'm happy to be here today alongside the author of the book, The Retirement Roadmap. Zach Gray is an investment advisor and a partner in Wall Street Financial Group. Wallstreetfinancialgroup.org is the website if you'd like to learn a little bit more. And Zach, we've been talking today about planning for the future as a family. If it's important to you to leave something behind for your loved ones, you probably want to make sure that it's your spouse or your kids or your grandkids who are going to get as much of that money as possible. So, Zach, are there strategies that can be used to help reduce the impact of taxes on our financial legacy?
1: Well, there's no doubt. It's something we're passionate about, keeping more of your hard-earned assets. And I tend to think of money in terms of either being taxable in nature. And you might remember this, you know, tax deferred in nature, or finally tax free in nature. Mm -hmm. So one thing that I would share is a really quick strategy is be thinking about where does your money or where do your assets sit? Something taxable could be something like a bank account, or maybe just an after tax investment that you made tax-deferred investments. They would be things like an old 401k, an IRA, something like that that we're waiting to get taxed on. And then finally, tax-free money would be something maybe like Roth IRAs, Roth 401ks, life insurance would fall into that bucket as well. Point being, if we can get some money over to that tax-free bucket, and we can we can do Roth conversions, we can fund permanently structured life insurance contracts we can really start to shift things over to something more tax efficient. Now we wanna do that with the right strategy. We don't wanna do it all you know, just at one point in time, we don't wanna shoot from the hip on that, but my team and I have really started to kind of build more tax efficient models in more tax efficient ways of starting to protect some of your assets because once again, it's not about how much we have, so to speak, it's how much we actually get to keep and use or how much maybe we can make an impact on our next generation, or maybe it's not kids or grandkids, maybe it's a a charity or a church of choice. It's about how much of an impact we can make, how much we can save, how much we can really kind of squeeze out of our own scenario. And I think that that's why we get so passionate about tax planning. That's why it's the third thing that we talk about with our financial roadmap. We really want to make sure that we're trying to get as much of that saved as possible to limit you know, the amount of tax that we're going to have that would really affect the bottom line, in effect, how much we would have to either use ourselves or how much we might be able to give to another generation.
0: Zach, we've talked before about the tax reforms that were put in place not too long ago. Did the Trump tax reforms include any changes to estate taxes at all?
1: Sure did, Jen. In 2017, as a part of that tax reform, that federal exemption went from $11.4 million up to double that, $22.8 million for a married couple. Um, so I, I think that uh, as you start to think about that, you know, it's one of those things to say, You know, that number is a lot larger than what we've been experiencing in the past. Once again, roughly double of what we've been looking at in the past. And what I will say, though, for those listening here in the lovely state of Illinois, we've had some concerns about state taxes and about kind of the health of our economy to kind of put a plug in there when it comes to estate taxes. Things didn't change for us. So we're going to be at a point where just over $4 million for a married couple is our limit. And then we start to see some estate tax to the state level. So while people might have to be 20 plus million on the Fed side, keep in mind for those that are listening here in the state of Illinois, that number is significantly lesser than that. And that is something that is 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 a number that we can reach, right? That, you know, 4 million is not outside the realm of possibilities when you start to think about, well, you know, could this really affect me or or wouldn't it? And so I think as you start to think about tax strategies and retirements, I'd mentioned early on in our show today that we had put together a really neat report, very comprehensive and comes with no obligation, comes completely complimentary and is really tailored around some strategies for tax planning, because once again, we're a big believer. It's not about how much uh, of your assets you could stack on the table in front of you. It's about how much you actually get to keep, how much the IRS is not going to take. And that's why we get so passionate about it. So to get that complimentary report, simply text the word tax to 815-918-4185. You can get it today. It's completely complimentary. It's very simple just text the word TAX to 815-918-4185. Once again, text the word TAX to 815-918-4185.
0: We're talking today with Zach Gray. He is the author of the book, The Retirement Roadmap. Zach has been helping families in East Central Illinois with their retirement planning needs for more than 12 years now. The website is wallstreetfinancialgroup.org if you'd like to learn a little bit more. And again, I am Jen Rezac alongside in the studio. We're focusing on taxes right now and estate taxes, Zach, that's something a lot of people are thinking about. But aside from that, how else could taxes impact our retirement? Do, do most people understand just how much taxes can take a bite out of their savings
1: Well, they can take a massive bite out of someone's savings. We often ask people, could you be at a higher tax position in retirement and most people think oh no i don't think so i mean it can't be and what we find is is that by the time some of those deductions kind of fall by the wayside you know you no longer get to say use the kids for a deduction you might not you know put money into your 401k anymore if you're retired and as you start to think about other things like uh, mortgage interest for example i mean most people have started to pay that mortgage down by the time they get to retirement My point being here is, as you start to lose some of those deductions, and as you start to think about where you're at as far as cash flow is concerned, there's no doubt that taxes can take a really big bite out of someone's retirement. On top of that, if we think about the, you know, the logic that someone might pass away before another spouse, right? The chance of something happening to, you know, say, Jen, you and Jeff at the same time, it's pretty slim and and that's a good thing. However, as we start to think about what that means for us tax-wise, it means that where we're at in a married scenario likely skyrockets as we start to think about becoming a single taxpayer, hopefully, maybe at the end of our lifetime. But the point is here is that if you're in retirement, you've lost some of those deductions. And now all of a sudden, you're in a scenario where especially maybe at one spouse predeceases the other, and we go from a married tax rate to a single tax rate, boy, that can create a really big issue, a really big speed bump. when we start to think about income in retirement, because it's all about how much gets to hit your purse or gets to hit my wallet. And that's in something that's extremely important for folks to hear. 815-918-4185.
0: Well, Zach, here's here's the thing I think people struggle with. How do you create a retirement strategy for the future and think about taxes when we have no idea what tax policies will be in place 20 or 30 years from now? That That seems like a real challenge for a lot of people.
1: It is, and I don't have a crystal ball, and I don't think anyone out there listening to us this morning, Jen, does either. But what I will say is, is that if I took a poll of all those listening today, I don't care if I'm talking to you listening in Bloomington and Champaign right now, or if you're hearing us in the Kankakee Urban A area or maybe drifting a little bit further towards the Orland Park uh, office. My point here is, is that any one of those listening crowds, if we took a poll to say, do you think taxes will go up in the future or do you think they will go down in the future? I tend to think most people would answer, I think they're going to go up. And as you start to think about where we came from, at least on just like a a marginal tax basis, on the Fed side, taxes have been as high as 94% on the federal side. Now, that's extreme it was during the last few years of World War II. You had to be making a pretty absurd amount of money for the times back then before you were taxed at that rate. But my point is, is that we have seen numbers as high as 94. Even if you think back to the 60s and 70s, you were seeing a a high tax rate of that 70% range. right? I always say that the 70s landed in the 70s when it comes to tax rates, at least the highest tax rate we saw on the Fed side. And so my point here is, is as you listen today, answer this question real quick. Do you think that taxes will go up in the future or do you think they will go down in the future? Think about that for a moment. And as you do, my point here is, is if you think they're going to go up, Heck, even if you think they're going to stay status quo and you think inflation might happen or that, you know, I want some of my money to grow in my accounts. Of course, we all do. At that point in time, we have to start to understand, you know what? Taxes can make a big impact to us 20 or 30 years from now, especially if we start to think about inflation and we got to spend more money to maintain the same standard of living. If we start to think about where does our money really sit? And we've talked about this in this segment today, Jen, about taxable, tax deferred, or maybe more tax free. For most folks out there listening, I would tend to think that you answered the question, will taxes go up with, yeah, they probably will. And I would also say, if you think about those three buckets of money, where does your money sit? Chances are it sits in that tax deferred bucket, which means that to an extent you are in a relationship with the IRS because that money will be taxed when that money comes out. So we just have to look at how this is going to affect us. We have to look at how much money we're actually going to get to be able to keep and use. And as we start to think about income, and I think that's a good way to circle the wagons as we close here with this segment, it's important for folks to understand that they might have to look at some different ways of income They might have to look at some different ways of maybe bridging income and creating how much income they're truly going to need and then start to work backwards to what that might mean in terms of taxes, maybe what that means in terms of strategy to what we need to do right now to make sure that our income is good now, to make sure that it's good while we're both here. Let's say if we're a spousal couple and maybe think about what it looks like 20 or 30 years from now, or maybe think about it in terms of if something happens to me. How does income look for my spouse? And that's why we've put together a complimentary report tailored all about income. And all you have to do is simply pick up your smartphone and text the word income to 815-918-4185. It's that simple. It's completely complimentary. Comes with no catch. Comes with no strings attached. We would just love to give you some information about taxes, start to talk a little bit more about income itself, and maybe what you might have to do to build the right income structure. So simply text the word income to 815-918-4185. You'll get your completely complimentary copy of this report. Again, text the word income to 815-918-4185 to get this copy today.
0: No one's promised tomorrow. That's why we want you to start talking about estate and legacy planning with your family today. But how do you start the conversation? We'll talk about that coming up next.
2: When was the last time you set an alarm clock for Saturday morning? Ah, Saturday. But wait, in two days, it'll be Monday. Your alarm goes off and it's back to the grind. What if every day could feel like a Saturday? Retirement can feel like that, but you should start making plans today. Zach Gray and the team at Wall Street Financial Group are your everyday can be Saturday retirement professionals. They can help you make plans to have the income you need to retire and stay retired. Imagine waking up every morning without an alarm. Is it Saturday? It sure feels like Saturday. If that's the kind of retirement you want, call your everyday can be Saturday advisor Zach Gray right now at 815-918-4185. He'll help you put together a retirement roadmap so you can have that Saturday feeling every day of the the week. Call 815-918-4185. That's 815-918-4185. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through Wall Street Financial Group and or AE Wealth Management, LLC.
0: Thanks for joining us today. This is Journey Through Retirement with Zach Gray. I am Jen Rezac, happy to be here alongside the author of the book, The Retirement Roadmap, Zach Gray is an investment advisor representative and a partner in Wall Street Financial Group. Wallstreetfinancialgroup.org is the website if you'd like to learn a little bit more. No one is promised tomorrow, right? Every day there are headlines about a family reeling from an untimely death. Sometimes it's a celebrity. We hear that news from time to time. But we're just as shaken hearing stories on the local news or reading the obituaries in the paper about people right here in our community. That's why we want you to start talking about estate and legacy planning with your family today. So, Zach, can you talk about the benefits of financial planning now so you are not scrambling to react to the unexpected death of a loved one?
1: Well, I think that where we started today's conversation was a little bit in terms of this. And I think kind of just going back to a, a line that I tend to say is, when it's too late, it's too late. And I think we all know this. We are just naturally procrastinators, though, by human nature. At least I am. And I think most folks that I've stumbled into are but what we do know is that we don't want to have to be scrambling. We don't want to have to be guessing at what mom or dad wanted. We don't want to have to be kind of trying to pull the pieces together, you know, for, uh, for maybe our, our, our mother or father in the case that maybe we're trying to step in and help and we're not super clear on what the wishes were or kind of how things are designed. So I think that at least getting that information out there, we all know that communication is a good thing. Maybe we've shied away from that, especially right here, kind of in the the heart of the Midwest, and you know this, you know more conservative, you know farmer type of of, of environment that 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 I was at least grown up in. You know we didn't share a whole lot of things that would be too personal, mm-hmm. and and I sadly see this a lot with with my parents and my grandparents. You know my father, I'll ask him. You know hey, have you talked to Grandpa about? just how things are supposed to play out you know we have a great team here at wall street financial group i'd love to give you a few ideas and my dad will say he doesn't want to talk about it he doesn't he doesn't share much with me even on my mom's side it's, it's a little bit more of an open book but it's not something that's talked about very often and it's not something that's brought up and what i will say about that is is that that's sometimes what i see leading to some concerns throughout you know someone's legacy plan or someone's estate plan is they don't quite understand how this was supposed to be handled they don't quite understand what would happen in the case that something big medically happened to someone and then at that point in time it's just a tough decision for you know maybe it's a child maybe you listening today have been in that scenario where a loved one has passed and you know somewhat the burden that that can be especially if it's not very clear on what those wishes are and so just what i would say to those listening and jen i think it goes without saying is it's never too late to get started having some of these conversations it's never too late to start to plan for some of these things or at least let folks know that hey we might you know say you know, my wife and I have had these conversations and we can now go back to my family and say, hey, in the case that something does happen, make sure you reach out to our attorney and, and here's his name and number. Here's his contact information. At least that step. Of course, we don't plan on anything happening to us. We hope that nothing happens to us for for years and years. But the point here is, is at least giving someone some some guidance on, you know, where my things are the different type of, of business ventures that I'm in, you know how that's structured, who's the contact person, where my assets truly are. These little things are things that we don't wanna think about, we don't talk about too often, and that can really lead to some issues and really lead to some scrambling in the case that something tragic does happen. So if you're listening and some of this resonates with you, Please take that first step. Jen, I think that's the best way that I could put it. It's really simple. Text the word invite to 815-918-4185. One more time, text the word invite to 815-918-4185.
0: And Zach, I think there are a lot of people who recognize they need to have that conversation. They hear what you're saying. They just don't know where to begin or, or they don't know how they'll navigate this. Do you have any advice or any tips for how we can get started and, and maybe some things to keep in mind as we are having this conversation about planning for the future, whether it's with our spouse or our kids or our parents?
1: Well, first off, you know, we would love to have, you know, those listening today. So if you're listening today, we would love to have you in the seats at one of our upcoming educational events. It's a great way to give you some diverse information, whether it be income, whether it be investments, maybe a little bit about taxes and heck, a little bit even about estate planning. We do tend to cover a wide variety of topics and we do tend to try to tie them together, some of which be at a junior college, some of which be at a library, uh, some of which be more of a dinner type format where we actually You know, bring you into a a local restaurant. But I think as you start to think about, you know, where could I get some information? Hey, we would love to be a top of mind. You could do that in a group setting where there's absolutely no pressure. You could come to one of our events. If nothing else, maybe just jumping on the internet and saying, you know, let me pull down a a, a real template, basic template for a will. And and just if nothing else, that can be a great talking point for you and a spouse or for you and children. I don't necessarily recommend that someone only fills out a will that they would find an online template for, though it would be a great first step. And so when you ask about first steps, Jen, I think that if nothing else, picking up the phone and just calling an attorney and saying, hey, can I get an hour of your time? Because I think that that might be $200 or $300 well spent, though that be an expensive hour, it would be a great first step. Maybe it's just getting on Legal Zoom and pulling down a, a very generalized template for a will, or heck, maybe it's visiting us at one of our upcoming events or workshops, and I would love to have you in the seats. And it's really simple if you do want to do that. All you have to do is text the word INVITE to 815-918-4185. Mary, my director of first impressions, she'll reach out to you. She'll figure out which location that you might be texting in from, whether it be Bloomington or Champaign, maybe here in A or or up in Orland Park. And from that point, she's going to line you up with maybe an event that makes most sense to you. You can tell her, hey, taxes is something I really want to know about. Understanding income and investments, I really want to know more about that. Or maybe it's more of the estate planning measure. We touch on all topics at, at a multitude of events throughout the year. All you have to do is text the word INVITE to 815-918-4185. You'll get on that guest list and we would love to have you in the seats. It's really simple. Text the word INVITE to 815-918-4185. One more time, text the word INVITE to 815 918 4185.
0: Zach, what type of financial professional can help us put together an estate plan now, because that is important for people to get that done sooner rather than later, but also a retirement plan for the future? What type of person can help us with both?
1: Well, I think there's a lot of questions that you need to be asking your advisor. You know, are they really the type of person that's helping you on an accumulation stage in your life helping maybe save and grow the money? Or do they more do the distribution side of things when you start to think about the best way to get as much out of our hard-earned money that we've put away over the years. So do they help you on the way up the mountain or do they help you kind of get back down it? Do they have the right tools in their tool belt when it comes to helping someone with a lot of these questions in terms of tax or estate planning, maybe longevity issues that we might want to start to uncover? Have they started to put together those pieces of the puzzle? Or are they just someone that's looking at some returns and just focusing on the X's and O's on paper? Because retirement is much, much more than that. In my opinion, retirement has nothing to do with only X's and O's on a piece of paper. It has to do with your dreams and your goals and what you really want out of your retirement. What you want for your spouse, in the case that something tragic happens, maybe if you're a married couple, and then how you want things to look for your kids and your grandkids. Maybe it's a church or a charity that you want to make a big impact to. But my point is, is that it's not only about numbers. It's not about only growing numbers on a piece of paper. We, of course, want to do that. And of course, we do. And we're extremely proud of our returns. We're extremely proud of our performance. But at the end of the day, retirement is much more than that. And you need to start to maybe kind of answer the questions. The advisor I have today, is it the right advisor for me in retirement? You know, I'm a chartered retirement planning counselor. I'm also have an LACP designation. And what a lot of this, you know, kind of jargon behind my name on my business card means is that I've done a lot of training. I've done a lot of testing to really be able to help folks the best way that I know how throughout retirement. And that's what our focus is here at Wall Street Financial Group, you know, to say that we don't help someone with accumulation. We, of course, do that as well. And we want to grow the assets of our firm and of our clients. But I think it's really important for folks to understand, are you working with the right type of advisor? I can tell you that we definitely are proud of the accumulation side of what we do. We are specialists in the distribution side of what we provide for our clients. And there's some key questions you might want to be asking your advisor. Now, how do they get paid? What's their specialty? What's their focus of their practice? How, how did they even start business? What cost might there be outside of their own fees? Are they a fiduciary? It's not a title that we use lightly here at our office. Every advisor that you would sit down with on my team is a fiduciary. They have taken that oath to always be working in the client's best interest. And so to get some maybe more feedback on that, I have a guide that I'd like to give you just for listening today. All you have to do is text the word questions to 815-918-4185. That's 815-918-4185. I'll send you that guide. And it might be something that you want to look at before you hire your next advisor, or maybe question a little bit about your current advisor. And it's as simple as texting the word questions to 815 815- That's questions to 815-918-4185.
0: Thanks for joining us today. You've been listening to Journey Through Retirement with Zach Gray. Make sure you remember that number one more time. It's 815-918-4185. You can just text the word questions to that number and you'll get that report in your inbox again, 815-918-4185. Be sure to tune in again next week for more insights from Zach. I am Jen Rezac. We're so glad you joined us today. Have a great week. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through Wall Street Financial Group and or AE Wealth Management LLC. Wall Street Financial Group Inc. and AE Wealth Management are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Wall Street Financial Group is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Wall Street Financial Group.